Alrighty, here we are. Welcome back to another podcast of Higher Learning for Dummies. <laughs> <laughs> um, good to be back. Uh, we are we're looking forward to this one. We both have quite a few thoughts to share on this one. Week one, check. Yeah. Labor Day, check. So, so that's kind of our what we want to what what we the inspiration for this topic has come from from our first week of school, and then our weekend. So yeah. Um, I guess I guess maybe just to introduce the topic today, we're really going to be talking about like emotional wellness, specifically more geared, I'd say, to college students. But I think it definitely applies to high school kids too. Um, I think it's more common in college students to experience burnout, which we'll talk about as well. But on top of that, so what sparked this was after our first week of school is Labor Day weekend, and. We wanted to have a good time. We wanted to be outside. Right. Um, here in Logan, it gets cold in the fall, so we're running out of time to do stuff like outside, like warm weather. Which was kind of what we were planning for. Right. And we did have a big weekend. We did. Which I, I think is bigger than, than what would be normal. Oh, absolutely. But like, like, we definitely won't do that this every weekend. But, but it did kind of show us It this. taught us a principle. Exactly. And so Saturday, and, and we'll just lay out like what we did, like super bad. We're, we're not going to go into deep detail about like... It was a fun weekend. We're not here to talk but about that. Yeah. Saturday, we went out with uh, quite a few friends, like 10 friends, and went paddle boarding yeah. out in a place called Benson. Um, that was really fun. We were out there for a couple hours, got yeah. a little sunburnt. Um, a little. <laughs> Brandon was worse. But And then Sunday, typical Sunday, and then that night, we left and went to Bloomington Lake, which is in Idaho, just outside of Bear Lake. And we did and camping, hammocking, camping, hammocking, paddleboarding, hot dogs, rope like, swing, and there were like games. what, like like eighteen, twenty people there that we that yeah. we were kind of around. There was a main group of like twelve of us or so, right? But there were about twenty people, all from USU. And uh, Monday Labor Day, we hung out at the lake, rope swing, paddleboards again, tons of fun. Which felt really good after week one, right. going into week two, starting off with a long weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I think I think the timing of everything just kind of fit together. And that was one thing I talked to Nate about moving up here. And that that's one conversation that we had on the camping trip was there. I, I see a difference, a lot of differences in my life personally since moving up here because I think in a new environment brings new, um, you know, a lot of different things, different schedule, different workload, different people. Um, and I mean, I'm not, I'm not sure which environment was necessarily better or worse, mm-hmm. but this week with my workload now with school and work and trying to figure out for a good college and, um, you know, the ward calling everything going on in Logan, um, I'm finding a better, maybe an, an easier route to avoid burnout right. and find that emotional release mm-hmm. so I can keep working to a schedule. Right. And you and I are both social creatures. We, we crave relationships. Right. Not necessarily like intimate or romantic, but we crave being with people. But yeah, being around people. We, we crave those relationships. That's not necessarily for everyone, but, and, and this might be controversial, yeah. but I think it should be. Like coming like, from a true extrovert, right? <laughs> Which so so take that with a grain of salt. Exactly. But even introverts, there is a reason that we are communicators. I now, think everyone a, has an extroverted 
yes. introverted side. Yes, right? absolutely. And each one needs to be fueled. There is time you need for yourself. Exactly. And there is time you need with others. Mm-hmm. And I think that's maybe our focus is, is maybe time with others. I mean, we might dive more into this. But um, so the first week of school is always, I mean, you're feeling things out. Like it's, it's always a little overwhelming because you don't really know yet. You don't know your routine. You don't really know how to do the work for this class yet, how to do the work for that class. You don't know how much work there is for exactly, class. Exactly. So it's a little overwhelming. It can be hard. Um, I have a couple classes that will be, well, two classes in particular that will be pretty... Extensive. Extensive, yeah. They'll be tough content. Right. Um, and a lot of work. And so going into the weekend, you've got that on your mind. Right, and I think pretty much any weekend, any week of school as a college student, especially if you're a full-time college student, you're gonna feel a little bit burned out by the end of the week. Right. Either way, right? Any any college kid will tell you that they're looking forward to the weekend on Monday. Maybe you know? maybe out of sync is a good word, right? Like yeah. you kind of get thrown through the ringer that first couple weeks. You're out of your comfort zone. Exactly. Yeah. And so there's a lot of time needed, and obviously this is applicable throughout not just the first couple weeks of school, but that time to recalibrate, you know? Yeah. And so really what, and we talked about this on our last episode. Um, we talked, I specifically talked about how I want to be better about avoiding burnout, um, taking care of my mental health. It's for me, thankfully I have been super blessed to not really have a lot of struggles with depression and anxiety. I've, I've had my moments in my life where I've, I felt very depressed. I've had anxious swings but never to the point that other people deal with it. You explained it one time as like just emotionally sick. Yeah. So, like, so just, just, just a, like you can cold. get, yeah, just like you can get a cold and be exactly. physically sick. Exactly. You can be mentally sick. Oh yeah. Thankfully I have never been diagnosed with a Any mental chronic. Yeah. Yeah. With, I guess, unless you count ADHD, but that just makes life more fun. <laughs> but, um, but so my, my point in saying that is, um, my mental health, is really geared towards not burning out. Like that right. is my focus for my mental health, keeping my brain active and not mush. You Here, know? Here's a question. What meds do you take for ADHD? Anything? Uh, no, I used to. Okay, so if you don't know Nate, now you know he doesn't take meds, but just assume he's on Adderall, because that's pretty much how he operates. The dude is just probably one of the best time management people I know. So he works hard, which, you know, a lot of people work hard. But I think the reason why he works harder and has a good balance is because the dude plays harder <laughs> than anyone I've ever met. P-Days were ridiculous. <laughs> the dude had a schedule for P-Day, but it was like the coolest P-Day ever yeah. on the mission. And, and, and that, I mean, that is, that is, okay, that's, if we were to put a title for this podcast, you just said it. Work hard, play harder. As a college it's kid. It's true. It's true. As a college kid. I I get so caught up in the grind. Like, oh man, I'm grinding. I'm working. I got no time for well, anyone. How I'm many grinding. college okay, obviously there's college kids who are in college and you're like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. you're dumping tuition money out mm-hmm. the pocket and mm-hmm. you're not doing anything. But for the most part, I think we're pretty safe to say a lot of college kids are out here like they're grinding, yeah. like hustling. And it's hard. And that's cool to see, right? College yeah. is a cool place where you can meet a lot of those people who are in the trenches, like they're doing it. Yeah. Right? And so I th- I think this is I think this is one reason why we want to talk about it is because is because of that. Mm-hmm. Because we live at a time in our lives where 
you know, I mean, even the American dream is just, you know, if you want it, you can get it if you put in the work, right? And I don't want to sugarcoat at all. Like, I, I, I am a firm believer of accountability, of no excuses. Like, if you want it, you can go get it. But I think some people see that or hear that mm-hmm. and they say, well, I need to suffer through that, which you should absolutely reach a point where you're out of your comfort zone and yeah. pushing yourself, and pushing yourself yeah. extremely, extremely hard. But there's also a side of it where there's a balance in life, right? There's a balance with school, work, mm-hmm. relationships, spirituality. And I think the more those things are in balance, or at least the more we work to have those things in balance, we don't need to suffer through those things. And I, yeah. I don't think it's appropriate to suffer through yeah. working that hard. And, and everyone says, oh, when you're in college, like you should enjoy it, like make sure to make time for yourself, blah, blah, blah. I think we downplay the importance of it. Mm-hmm. It is it is a necessity. Mm-hmm. Like the more I think about it, the more that I experience it, the more I realize it's not just something you should do. You shouldn't just go out with your friends on Saturday or like right. a Friday night or right. maybe a random game night in the week. You need to do that. It is a necessity mm-hmm. to take those breaks. And I'm not talking a 15-minute break. I'm talking like maybe a an day. afternoon. Yeah, yeah. A, a day afternoon, or afternoon. an afternoon break. Are there should there be Saturdays where like man like I got you got some work? Yes, you got to do it on Saturday. You so, got to grind. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Right? You got to do. You got to do. But like I said, you work hard. You have to play hard. And as far as making time for yourself, I would add what's included in that is making time with others. Mm-hmm. Right. Again, coming from, I feel like I feel like you're more extroverted than me. But I definitely have like an extroverted and introverted side. Yeah. I well, I've just never seen your introverted side. <laughs> do you have Do you have one? I do. There. I mean, everyone's different, right? But I, mean, I guess we talked about how you like walking around campus sometimes. Yeah. Just yeah. There there are times up, headphones in. There are times when I just want to be on my own, and I would say it's just less frequent than maybe other people. Right. And there are times like like in like. When I think taking time for yourself, I think of those times like for me, it's just a walk up to campus or something or walking around campus late at night. Maybe I'm done studying, just taking a long lap, taking a detour to my car, just taking some times to just, you know, unwind personally. You know, for some people that's playing some video games, it's Mm -hmm. watching a show. Some people it's cooking, you know, and like on your own things are so important. But I agree that social release is so crucial because that's when like. I think you unwind even more because you get out of your thoughts. Because when you're just on your own, a lot of times you can still stress. Mm-hmm. Like you still be like, frick, I have this homework assignment. And then you're like, crap, well, I should do some more homework. Mm-hmm. And you don't let yourself go back. When you're with people, it's kind of hard not to release. Yeah. Depending on the group, obviously. We, exactly. We have, we've, we have a great group of friends that we've been hanging out with recently. Yeah. Um, but when you're with people, it's, it's pretty hard to not release. Exactly. No, I, I think that's super true. And so I was uh, something that, that I found really interesting. So this is in my kinesiology 3000 class. This is, Explain what kinesiology is because so, I didn't have a clue what it was before. So I kinesiology is like science. I, I think it's, it's the study of movement of the body. Cool. So in, in the kinesiology program, there's three emphases. There is exercise science. There's uh, PE teaching. And then there's pre-physical therapy. I'm in the pre-physical therapy department. Gotcha. But Kin 3000 is principles of human fitness. And so today, or uh, yesterday, we had a lecture just on human wellness in general. And 
It talked about the dimensions of wellness, which is physical, emotional, intellectual, interpersonal, spiritual, environmental, and then there's other things like occupational, financial, etc. Right, right. And the thing that was really interesting, there, there was quite a bit. So, like, um, physical wellness is, is pretty obvious, you know, avoiding harmful habits, exercising, eating well, etc. Physicality. Kind of connects with, like, the principles of self-reliance. Right. And then emotional wellness, this is like, so, and by, by no means is this an all-inclusive list. These are right. just like the basics. Right. Optimism, trust, self-esteem, self-acceptance, confidence, ability to understand feelings, interpersonal wellness, communication skills, saying no, capacity for intimacy, ability to establish and maintain relationships, ability to cultivate support systems, spiritual wellness is capacity to love, compassion, forgiveness, et cetera, et cetera. The thing that I found most interesting was the points that were listed out for intellectual wellness. And listen to these, because when you think intellectual wellness, you think of smarts, school, right. wisdom. How many this, things does, does this person know, and how can you put those to action? So, so, so this is what's interesting. Intellectual wellness, never stop learning. Openness to new ideas. Capacity to question. Ability to think critically. Motivation to master new skills. Sense of humor. Creativity. Curiosity. Being a lifelong learner. I would say when you're studying, when you're focusing hard on your homework in your biology class or your business class, you don't have a ton of creativity. There's not a lot of curiosity. Right. Depending on the person. Depending on the major. There's not, there's very little capacity to question. You're getting the assignment done. Mm -hmm. So what I found so interesting is because I think about that weekend, sense of humor, intellectual wellness. Right. We were laughing and joking the whole time. The whole time. I, I... I was curious about people's lives. We were creating relationships, thinking about things, capacity to question. Like you're you're learning when you're at this emotional release. We often think like there's learning in school, and then you just stop learning. Mm -hmm. No, like intellectual wellness, intellectual release. You're still learning. Like we learned. Right. When we're up there. I would say. Right. I think we learned more about ourselves. We learned about others. The mm -hmm. type of people we like to be around. Um, you learn about yourself more, and you kind of grow in that right. sense. And so I just found it so interesting that intellectual wellness is not like ability to study for 50 minutes at a time, mm -hmm. ability to get homework done on time, ability to, to have due dates. Right. It had nothing to do with that. It had everything to do with openness in your mind. Mm -hmm. So at, at what point in there is, I guess, at what state of being is getting to know yourself more accurately well I, I guess it falls under all of those you know getting to know your financial situation getting to know your physical um, you know situation mm -hmm. your intellectual I, where, where would you say or I guess how does being in touch with yourself in those categories fit in with all of those now how does it matter I think I think because you know you know what you need mm -hmm. I think generally when we're when we're in tune and in a healthy routine um, we know what we need. Mm -hmm. We know, okay, you know what? I need to go to the gym. Mm -hmm. I need to get those endorphins. I need to work out a little bit. Or, you know what? I need to rest. I need to go to bed a little bit earlier. Or I need to go see some people. I need to go hang out with some friends. Mm -hmm. I need to study a little bit more. I need to sit and meditate. I need to focus on saving more money. Or mm -hmm. I need to work a little longer today. Whatever it, you know, whatever it may be. When you're in tune with yourself, I think a, a huge portion of that is, is knowing what you need at that moment because your body wants to reach a point of homeostasis right yeah. like your body wants to be and not just in physical. the swing of things it's it's emotional it's everything. intellectual it's occupational mm -hmm. everything it the social the humanality yeah. wants balance it exactly. doesn't want too many friends it wants a couple close relationships mm -hmm. 
with a lot of other people around it, sure, mm-hmm. like absolutely. But it wants homeostasis. Exactly. And I think, you know, there's the saying of if you listen to your body, it'll tell you exactly what you need. Well, yes, but keep in mind there's also the natural man bias in there where yeah. you're doing homework at 12 at night and you're, you know, it's due in the morning and you have to get it done. There's no other time to do it. And well, guess what? Your body's going to tell you, oh, man, you need to go to sleep. Forget the assignment. Yeah. Okay. Obviously not applicable in that situation. But there are times when, like like we've been talking about, if we need social time, if we need, you know, food, mm-hmm. if we need to save more money, our body is going to help us understand that. Yeah. And I think we're so much smarter than we think we are. Exactly. Exactly. But one thing in the gospel that's super interesting is with the Holy Ghost, we can, we can, it can help eliminate that natural man bias, right? And this past week, you can come follow me, Proverbs. What is it? Proverbs, uh, what is it? Proverbs 3, I think it's 4 to 6, 5 and 6? Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. Yeah. Trust in, trust in the Lord. With all thine heart, lean, on, lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he shall, shall direct thy paths, right? Mm-hmm. I think I think that's that principle. A lot of people hear that and they they think, "Oh man, every single step or before I take any step, I need to counsel with the Lord and see if it's the right one." That's yeah. false. That's false. I, I like the word acknowledge in that because, to me, I think you know it, it's acknowledging is gratitude. We can be grateful for a lot of things. We can acknowledge Him that way. We can present our decisions to Him. You know what direction we plan on heading and then we can fact check that with him. Mm-hmm. Is this natural man or is this thy will kind of thing? So I, I really like that sense of this past week's come follow me where it's, it's eliminating the natural man bias, yeah. which is super important. Yeah. Um, you just brought up quite a few things. One, um, this is just kind of a plug. There is a video that my brother sent to me last year when I was feeling really burned out called Wisdom and Order. It's on the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints YouTube page, Wisdom and Order. It's a cartoon thing about three minutes long. Amazing video about keeping your life in order. And then this is a quote. I believe it's from uh, President Ezra Taft Benson, um, but it's just kind of a snippet of it. But it's, exhaustion is not a prerequisite to perfection. Yep. I'll, th- I'll, I'll say that again. Exhaustion is not a prerequisite to perfection. I think too often I am so guilty of it. I don't know how other people are, but I am so guilty of it. I have to think to be successful, I have to be pooped every day. I have to be exhausted. I have to have nothing left to give. That is so not true though. That's that's unhealthy. Mm-hmm. That is an unhealthy habit. And I think I think with that, you know, we don't need to feel exhaustion in order to be successful mm-hmm. or in order to reach perfection. But we should understand that there are going to be times when we feel exhausted. And I think it's part of, I've talked to you about, it's important that people find their middles. I like to use the example of coming off of a mission. Mm-hmm. You live such an extreme lifestyle pers- or spiritually, and then you come home. Some people, in fact, I think everyone has to dip down a little bit in spirituality. Well, everyone's going to dip down comparatively to the mission. But everyone's going to dip down further than they would like in some aspect spiritually. Yes. But that's how they find their middle, right? Okay, I was, you know, I, scripture study was that bad. Or, um, I don't know, tithing. I, I, I don't know. Spiritually, something was out of whack that bad. I don't need it to be that bad. I don't, we, I, I can't have it that bad. But I'm not going to have it at the point of my mission. So you find that balance. 
Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. That's I, that's part of that homeostasis finding a balance in life. We don't need to be exhausted to be perfect, but exhaustion probably will happen along the way. That's how we find the balance or that middle ground is finding those two extremes in whatever we do. Yeah. And we've talked a lot about balance and I think sometimes it's like, okay, where do we start? What do we start with? Well, you and I are both members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. We've been Not taught- sponsored or, or officially affiliated <laughs> this podcast with the church in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> this is two dummies sharing their thoughts. Yes. But you and I have been taught since we were young what we need to balance out first. And you talked about this. The rocks in the jar. And the sand. Okay. For me in my life, this has worked. I can, I can, I can promise anyone that it has worked for me. Because let me tell you, I have the same time each day as this man, but he fits way more rocks and sand than anyone. I, I think spiritual wellness should come first. Uh-huh. Those, those are the rocks that for me, I need, to, I need Christ first. That doesn't necessarily mean first time in the day. No, no, it doesn't. It just but means that's the, the first priority. priority. Exactly. And I'll, so I'll, I'll read a scripture. Um, this comes from, it's in Luke 12. Chapter so Luke chapter twelve verse thirty one and then Croft refer- referenced in the Book of Mormon third Nephi chapter thirteen verse thirty three. Let's hear it. And it says this is a popular verse. It says, "But seek ye first, or let me let, let me let me rewind. Let me read a couple of verses before. Wherefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? I'll rephrase that. When should I study? What should I study? How can I? When, when should I go hang out with friends? When should I go start dating? For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. If we seek God first, if we seek our spiritual wellness first, that capacity to love, forgiveness, um, joy, altruism, which is giving of yourself, caring for others, having a sense of meaning and purpose, you find your purpose, everything else will come. Because you'll be able to find that intellectual wellness, that financial wellness, interpersonal, physical wellness. Because our Heavenly Father knows we need those things. And so when we seek Him first, all those things will be added unto us. Mm -hmm. And in my life, it hasn't been in the way I wanted. I came home from my mission, and I'm like, man, I'm going to hit the gym every day. I'm going to get yoked. You know? Right. I think there's a lot of people that want that. Through college, you know what? And especially through college and playing a sport, one... I can't do that every day. Right. Two, it's unhealthy for me to do that every mm-hmm. day. But Heavenly Father knows I have need of physical health. He knows that's important to me. You know what? I feel great. I am, a, I am healthy. I am fit. I, I see these. I see it's, it's popular on, I don't know if it's TikTok that started or Instagram, but um, you see these videos and it'll have something like, I wish I had more muscle. And then a couple seconds later, a thing will come up. Wait we have muscle like it's just kind of that that thing of, of taking a step back mm-hmm. we're always going to want more the grass is always going to be greener exactly always and but i love that like take no thought what shall we eat first seek god mm-hmm. and he will help you and i i have a hundred percent seen that i was so nervous because this semester has been the most packed, crunched as uh, time wise. Right. Like I'm on the go from seven a.m. until seven p.m. Mm-hmm. at least, mm-hmm. and that's if I don't have anything after that. Exactly. And I'm like, man, when am I going to do this? When am I going to do that? 
all of a sudden this week and last week, I'm finding times, okay, I can go and study at this time, and I feel good studying this time. Uh-huh. I can do homework at this time. Holy cow, my Tuesdays and Thursdays are a lot less packed than Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I can catch up on these days. Because uh-huh. before last semester, again, comparison, I was comparing everything to my first two semesters, which was very much the same. My classes went till 12, I worked one to five. Both semesters. This semester is very, very different. Yep. And so I would, do, I would do my homework after 5 p.m. That was what I did. And I was like, crap, like I only have like two, three hours, and then I have to do volleyball and this and that. But I have always, and for me, this works for me again. I, I study my scriptures first thing in the morning when I wake mm-hmm. up. And I firmly believe because I've done that, because I've put God first and still made an effort, like he's shown me ways to get my other things done. And I feel good. I, I, I don't feel, again, it's been a week and a half. Exactly. Later on, yes, we're going to be burned Midterms out. Midterms come around. We're, it's going to suck. Exactly. But like I feel good and I feel, I'm not in a routine yet, I would say, but I feel like I'm in a place to be successful. Which is a great place to start a semester. Yes. Right? That's it's a great that, place. Like so often the beginning the beginning of the semester I argue is the most important mm-hmm. because that's when you kind of decide how the semester is gonna be mentally. Yeah. You're like, oh man, this is gonna suck. And then your attitude the whole semester, I hate this, I hate this, I hate exactly. this, this is horrible. But if you start off the semester feeling good, like I should, plug for surfaces. <laughs> not a sponsor, not a sponsor. <laughs> but um you start the semester off feeling good. I don't f- it's going to be challenging. This is going to be a hard, hard, hard semester. The hardest for sure for me so far. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I have the tools to be successful. And that is going to be a huge difference maker for me. Right. And jumping back to the fact that we had such a fun weekend, I feel refreshed at the beginning. I'm not dreading waking up on, on Monday morning, on Tuesday morning to go to school. And you've set that pattern at the beginning of a bounce, right? Yeah. Those boxes with school are being checked, but those boxes in other categories of your life are also being checked, and that sets a, a pattern for what the semester is going to go uh-huh. or how it's going to go. Yeah. One thing that I wanted to bring up, a couple more things. On the mission, you know, I, I always imagined relationships as a triangle spiritually, right? So there's you have your relationship with God, you have your relationship with other people, and then there's the other people's relationship with God. Yeah, there's that, there's that triangle. On the mission, your number one priority, your f- absolute focus and goal is the line between other people and God. Yeah. Their relationship, connecting them to heaven. Mm-hmm. And I think after the mission, w- one thing I've realized is the importance of taking time for yourself is usually so centered around you. Yeah. But and it's hard. It is. But in reality... I would say 80 to 90% of focusing on you is focusing on relationships with others, but more yes. relationship with God. Yes. It's it's not, there's this whole idea that you need to take time for yourself and become a little bit more self-centered. And is that a part of it? Maybe, but it's small. Mm-hmm. It's such a tiny fraction of it. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm kind of fishing for an answer, but I'm, I'm still interested in what you say, because I know how I will respond to this. Um. So after the mission, obviously, like like the whole, your whole mission, you're focusing on others, or you should be, right? That's yeah. your whole focus. And you get home. Obviously, there's things, you know, your relationship yeah, with God that yeah, you yeah. need to improve, and that yeah, gets improved because sure. of that. But yeah. Um, and when you go from college, it, it definitely shifts. Like your focus is definitely on you. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's still that importance of other people and connecting them. And, to God. and that's what I'm saying. It's like, just less. Let's let's go to this weekend, or even because we we went to a game night last night. Even just last night, 
when you left the game night, when we left that week, when we got home, I, like I think about what we were doing when we were washing off the paddle boards. How did you feel? Spiritually, emotionally, like how did you feel? Tired. <laughs> but, but released. Yeah. You felt like, I felt successful. I felt accomplished. I felt like, I felt happy. Yeah. And like, I remember getting on my knees that night and just being so grateful mm-hmm. to Heavenly Father. Like, thank you so much for this awesome weekend. On my mission, you're seeing miracles left and right. Mm-hmm. And when I've gotten home, like, you get in such a routine, you're not focusing on it anymore. Mm-hmm. As much, as much, I should say. And it's hard to see those miracles, but it is, for me, it has been so easy to see miracles when I'm around other people. Right. And it's not been every time, like, having a spiritual conversation or having this crazy, like, giving someone a blessing or having a game night. Mm-hmm. Like around good people, like you just leave, you feel good. Energized. You feel good. You might be pooped out of your mind from a camping weekend where you didn't sleep, mm-hmm. but you feel good. You feel mentally healthy. So with that being said, loved all the thoughts. We come from the position of just having a great Labor Day weekend, yep. feeling good about the first week of school, but... What would you say to someone who, and I think you and I both felt this way. Again, maybe not to the extent of other people uh-huh. and to the extent that they struggle with it. But to, how, how, how would you, what would you say to someone who feels like they're trapped or they can't get out of habit feeling, they're feeling lonely, they feel stuck, they don't feel like they have the right resources to find that release, the emotional mm-hmm. release, they're burnt out. Um, and you, you and I both have an understanding of how that person might feel, right? Because mm-hmm. we've experienced it. But what yeah. would you say to that person? So something that, um, a, a specific word that I liked that you used was was trapped. When you're burnt out, a lot of times, I, I think you feel trapped in the burnout. Like you cannot get out of it, and that's why you're burning out, because you just have nothing there. Like you're, you, you can't get out of, the school you can't get out of this and that there's too much going on um and again this is higher learning for dummies these two dudes that are not laying down facts yep perspective like i think about like how refreshing a fun weekend is and i'm not saying going camping like go get a shake man like go go shopping like whatever is your thing if you don't have if, if, if you don't have anyone to go on a hike with Go on a hike. Yeah. Go like, by yourself. Rent a paddleboard. Do whatever. Like, like getting outside, I think for a lot of people works. Mm-hmm. Some people it doesn't. But I think generally, like, just getting out of where you are. Like, find, like getting out whether – and I'm, I'm talking physically too because mm-hmm. everyone has a place where they usually study. Mm-hmm. If you're always on campus just studying, studying, or you're always in your room studying, studying, get out of your room. Get out of campus. Go somewhere else. I would say – for me, I think, you know, the whole idea of focusing on yourself, quote unquote, in the gospel is service. Mm-hmm. Go, out, go out and help someone. Like yeah. write a note, go to a food bank. Mm-hmm. If, if you feel that trapped, and for some people it's hard to get out of bed. For some people it's, I mean, it's a yeah. struggle, right? But like... We're blessed. Some people have it so bad. No, yeah, absolutely. But... There's that promise as you, as you focus on God's other children yeah. that 
you're helped in, in a lot of ways and more than, than, you, than you think. Way more than if you're only focusing on me, me, me. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I like, I could talk for another 30 minutes about this, right. um, about how there have been times when I did not have the time, but I went and served someone mm-hmm. and that may have been my dad pulling me to it. Right. It may have stunk. You may have not even liked it. Yeah. But you serve someone and like, it is so good for you. Yep. It is so good for you. Mm-hmm. You may not look back and be like, dang, that was such a fun day. But you can... Yeah. Man, pulling weeds, pulling weeds was the best time I've ever... No. no. You can look back, though, and you can say, I did what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, it would have been so easy to just do something else, but you did what you needed to do. Yeah. And that's, I, that's way more powerful than I had so much fun. Yeah. There's plenty of people who, you know, have money, travel... Right, they've they've been successful in life, and they still lack purpose and direction, and joy. It's it's it is related to others, mm-hmm. going and serving others. That's what brings so much joy and release. Mm-hmm. Is is that's that altruism, giving of yourself. You're so caught up in your own thoughts. You know, sometimes yeah, we need to meditate, but sometimes we just get caught more in our thoughts. Like get out of your head and go help someone. Mm-hmm. So I think with that being said, you know, there's, we did the paddle boarding, we did the rope swing. Yeah. A lot of, you know, those material things maybe, but it's not that that makes for a great weekend. It's those material things helping you feed those, those aspects that you talked about in your kinesiology class. It's, we were out of the classroom, out of the classroom. You're with other people. You know, we had opportunities to feel the spirit this past weekend, mm-hmm. and that's 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 what helps you avoid burnout. That's what helps you find joy, yeah, and emotional well-being. Yeah, and just one more plug, something I thought of. Um, that's a great thing to end off of, but you know, um, that's the weekend. There's times when, on a day-by-day basis, you're just not feeling it. Like Tuesday, you're feeling good. Wednesday, man, I'm not feeling it today. One thing that I've done um, lately, and I did a little last semester too, um, that I found a lot of success in was, so with nutrition science and kinesiology, a lot, I, I have a lot of biology and a lot of chemistry classes. And I find myself in the chemistry building at Utah State, the science center, a lot. Mm-hmm. I have two classes in there Monday, Friday. And last semester, I was in there like all the time because there was a lab in there that there were very few people in, loved it. But... Um, so I, I'm on campus and I eat lunch on campus. I bring one with me. Mm-hmm. And what I've been doing is after my, cause after my institute class, I go eat lunch and I'm just kind of in that area because it's right next to institute. I get away. I walk, I mean, maybe 10 minutes to the ag building, um, maybe outside the library, the business building, whatever it may be. I change my environment to just kind of, I mean, it's like putting a stick of gum in my mouth. It refreshes you. Mm-hmm. It gets you different stimuli, you know? Um, and so that, that's something that, that has worked for me. Um, that is something I, I think could benefit everyone. Yeah. You know, and I'm just eating lunch. You know, I could very easily stay in the science center and eat lunch, but there's something about having a different environment, different surroundings, different views that just refreshes you. And then I go right back. I go right back in. Mm-hmm. And so, um, day by day burnout is a real thing. Long-term burnout is a real thing. It, there's so many different things that are, that are tough. Um, find those releases, whether they be mini releases or like a weekend release, you know, 
You just, you've got to find those times, whether it's 10 minutes or 10 hours. Nothing will kill a career, a relationship, one's financial well-being, more than burnout, I think. I would agree with that. Yep. Okay. Take is done.